Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in Central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. My name is Dave Wonders, and today I am chatting with Joel Anishuk, who is the keynote speaker at Called to Lead. Joel, this is an event that maybe your listeners are not super familiar with. So give us first an introduction to who you are and then a little fly overview of what Called to Lead is all about. Yeah, thanks, Dave. My name is Joel. Uh, I was a Northwestern alumnus, graduated in 2008, and ended up finding my way into a, a business career that seems to be very exciting and, and fun for me. I thought I was going to be a pastor, thought I was going to be a psychologist. None of those things happened. I ended up going to the business world. And when you're not planning going to the, into the business world and you approach life not through a business mind, you end up learning things and doing things maybe a little differently than others. And so had an opportunity to take those learnings, 17 years of sales and business, and taking those learnings and bringing them to Northwestern. This event is the SOAR event, S-O-A-R, SOAR Leadership Conference. It's the Call to Lead Conference on April 18. And the way they like to talk about it is an opportunity to professionally develop, stand out as a Christ-centered leader. A lot of folks in the business world especially are looking for ways to grow as a leader, network with other believers in their community, enhance their career, and this conference is exactly for that kind of person to elevate their personal and professional development through learning experiences. And, and part of that's going to include the keynote address, which I was tasked to give, and I'm, I was really grateful for that opportunity. So we'll be doing that that morning. And there's some also networking lunches, employer recruiting tables, an opportunity to have a complimentary professional photo to upgrade that LinkedIn profile or whatever it may be, discount coupons for the campus bookstore prizes, breakout sessions, continental breakfast. It's a huge event opportunity and really excited to be part of it. So who is this primarily aimed at? Is this for people that are in college that want to pursue business degrees? Is this for business professionals that are, are looking to network? Is this for young people, adults, all the above? It, the answer is yes, but I would say all the above. But it, it's definitely aimed for, as a primary focus, the Christian in community, the Christian in their work community, the Christian in the business world, the Christian who's looking to understand what it means to still own their faith, be true to the gospel and to their calling as Christians in the world today, but who may not really have a great network of other believers who are in a similar place. I think it's very difficult sometimes, especially with the world around us and how we're, we're put in a position where sometimes we can't be verbal, vocal, authentic with our faith in, the, in a work practice for fear of you know uh, us being singled out or seen as someone that we're not. I, I think it's difficult to really authentically connect with other believers in a professional setting. Who are people who are just like me going through what I'm going through in life? And even more than that, you know, we know how the, the importance of, of networking and building that network. And who are people who are ahead of me in their career, who I can learn from, who are Christians, who look at the world the way I look at it and can give me good advice that matches my values, matches my beliefs, and pave a direction for me to perhaps grow in my career professionally through the lens of uh, being a Christian in this world. So it's definitely for that business professional or aspiring business professional, definitely open to college students who are looking to maybe set their foot in the right direction to start with and, and get good advice and good get good guidance as well. 
I'm always excited about conferences because I'm, I'm a person that enjoys learning and absorbing new information, but the stakes are very different from when I was in school and, okay, there's, there's going to be a test and I got to crunch down and write all these notes. Right. It's, a, it's a different mindset that I get to grow and I get to learn and, and be blessed by this information versus I have to do this. And uh, as you're talking about all the times where, where people are opportunity to network and things like that, that's oftentimes my favorite piece of going to a conference is, okay, what did you think about this point? How are you going to implement this in your, in your work life? It's the practical stuff, right? I mean, when you go to school, go to college, go to grad school, whatever, you learn all these really important things and you're not really sure exactly how they're going to integrate into your life. They're, they're theory at that point. But I think when, especially you graduate and you get thrown into the real world and theory becomes practice and you realize that the world's a little messier than the, you know, 18 chapter textbook uh, walking you through linearly exactly what you need to know, you realize very quickly that now you really have to put your mind to figuring out how this applies into your actual life, into your actual daily workload that you have in front of you. And so I think it's wonderful to take learnings, but learnings in the, within the bounds of actual practice. Right? Like, these are people coming in, myself included, from professional jobs, sales, marketing, advertising, accounting, whatever it may be, and are looking for direction, looking to learn. But now they're in the professional world. Now they see kind of the setting that they're going to be in. And now it's not about theory, it's about taking practical next steps on how to grow within their actual context. And it's a really exciting thing, like you said, to be part of conferences where it's very practical like that. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders on the Pulse Podcast Network. Here at the Pulse, we are passionate about music with a message for Central Minnesota. We want to cultivate within each listener a deeper desire to know and follow Jesus Christ. You can listen to us anytime online at thepulse.mn or at 104.3 The Pulse. We live in Central Minnesota. Now let's dive back into the conversation. Joel, give us a, a little sneak peek. I, I know you don't want to, you know, give away the farm here. Give us, give us a little peek behind the curtain. What is a risk worth taking? The risk worth taking, at the end of the day, is it's vulnerability. Vulnerability. Brene Brown, the quote that has stuck in my head as I have written the content of this keynote, and I'm still working on it, is vulnerability is the first thing I look for in you, and the last thing I'm willing to show you. Mm, that's good stuff. In you, it's courage and daring. In me, it's weakness. Yeah. (laughs) Joel, this seems to be something that has been kind of a a generational massive difference in in workplaces that I've been a part of, where this seems to be something that the young people, younger millennials, Gen Zers get that older people in the workplaces seem to be struggling to come to grips with. I, I think so. And I don't know the exact answer as to why, but probably more than ever, there is this hyper need and desire for vulnerability, authenticity, but it's also paired with a culture that we found ourselves in where everything is very surface level. Everything is airbrushed. We, we take the selfie, but we take it seven times to get the right angle with the right lighting. We don't just look for the authentic version of ourselves. We try to make ourselves look better for everyone else. And yet, Similar to Brene Brown, vulnerability is the first thing we look for in everyone else, and it's courage, and it's bravery when they do it, and it's daring. But for us, it's weakness. Like We want someone else to give us their unfiltered, non-airbrushed version of themselves, but then we turn around and 
we do not give that to them. And I think we look at that as such a risk, right? And maybe it's because we've been burned before. Maybe it's because we've experienced pain when we've been vulnerable. We say it's no longer worth it to do it again. But the title of this uh, keynote is The Risk Worth Taking. I I think it is worth taking. Right. Whether you're in the CEO's chair or wherever you're at in an organization, I think that identity crisis is something that's <laughs> very real. Uh, people feel yeah. like keeping up appearances and we begin to feel like imposters and we do not open up our authentic selves to other people. And then guess what? We're surprised that we feel lonely and isolated and, and we don't have the support network that we need. But it's tough because you put yourself out there and you're worried about what, what are people going to do when they see the real me? Are they going to reject me? Are they going to walk away? These are conversations outside of even the business environment, you know, in our, in our churches and our small groups. They're very important to be having. Well, Dave, I mean, you're, you're you said imposter syndrome, I think. And I am someone who struggles to not give the best version of myself to everyone around me. My wife and I, in, in some of our circles, people call us like the power couple. You always seem to have it together. You know, you, you're, you're so talented. You do all these things and your life through Instagram looks so good all the time. And I can tell you, Dave, you know, what you see on Instagram is not always reality. And, you, and we all know that. You know, I'll be turning 37 in, in April. I can talk about very casually some of the business stuff that I've been able to accomplish over the last you know, decade and a half in the business world. But, but those aren't the things that people care about. You know, I have imposter syndrome, Dave. Like, I never feel like I'm qualified to do the thing I'm doing right now. You know, my identity is often too tied to my professional successes or failures. I've been millimeters from divorce in my marriage. I feel like a terrible father a lot of the time. I've got this deep fear of being abandoned like these are the real things that people who are wearing fancy suits and fancy sport coats and cool blazers and drive fancy cars and have cool titles are all struggling with right now and i think that is the thing that i am so passionate about is there's a cancer within the business world of people wrestling with that junk real life stuff and the vulnerability isn't there to get the healing they need, get the support networks they need, and, and, and move through that toward healing. There is a, uh, a song from Mike Donahue. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but called All Together. There's the lyric, maybe we don't have to have it all together. What if grace made it safe to tell you the truth? Maybe we can make a shelter for each other, turning lies into light, and we'll make it through. Love keeps our broken pieces all together. I love that 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 line about maybe we can make a shelter for each other <laughs> because there is that, that there's this thing of if I if I do this this could be the end and if everybody is feeling that way there could be just radical freedom and and radical growth and relationship if we're willing to kind of simultaneously show our cards and and show our brokenness it's a risk worth taking Dave you're highlighting on what used to be the title for this speech. It used to be vulnerability begets vulnerability. Mm. I think when we lead with vulnerability, when we own that, when we demonstrate that vulnerability all around us, it's, 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 it's a contagious act. It pulls at our soul and our heart to make us want to be vulnerable in return. Vulnerability begets vulnerability, and it's not a fast thing. It's like the very first time you're vulnerable, everyone around you is going to start doing it too. But when we begin to make that a key characteristic that defines our lives as 
believers, as leaders in the communities around us, whether that whether that work or at home or small groups, people begin to see, oh, this is authentic. Dave is real. Dave is going through stuff just like I am, and he is a safe person to go to and, and dump my stuff on as well. And, you know, that's the community that we need around us to get through that stuff. Amen. Okay, so it's April 18th. We've got people that are already putting it on their calendars. They're like, yes, okay, sign me up. Where do I get my tickets? Yep. Give me the details. You can go to the Northwestern website, University of Northwestern St. Paul website. That is UNWSP, University of Northwestern St. Paul, unwst.edu, and they have an event page. And you're looking for the SOAR, S-O-A-R, Called to Lead Conference. If you go to the events page on the Northwestern website, you will find it available to you. Buy your ticket, participate on April 18th. I believe it's on the bottom of the first page of results of, uh, of events coming up. And I would love to see everybody there. It's going to be a great opportunity, and uh, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Joel, for taking the time to share with us about this event and model vulnerability and encouraging our listeners to do the same. Thanks for taking the time, Joel. Oh, thanks, Dave. It's great to talk to you, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website, thepulse.mn, or any place you get your podcasts. 